you've got to realize that whatever you're doing, you're competing with somebody. What is it that gives you an advantage over your competition? Whatever you're good at, try to be great at it. And if you're great at it, good things will happen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. This is the Maverick Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Maverick. Today, we are rolling out the red carpet. Once again, we've got the super talented host of the Liquor Connoisseurs, the one and only Crystal and Roger. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, great to be here. Great to be here. I'm super excited. Before we dive into everything, maybe for the 1% of the people that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll start with ladies first. Hi, I'm Crystal. I am co-host and founder of The Liquor Connoisseur. This was an idea we had about three years ago and finally brought to life in July of this year. And just really uh, happy to share and educate those on alcohol. Yeah, Awesome. Yeah, well, I'm Roger. Pretty much the same thing. Uh, we're just cutting our teeth in this game. We got established uh, 2020 and just started shooting recently and trying to get some speed up. So maybe tell me how you started to build that collection. How'd you get into liquor in the first place? Oh. That's a real interesting thing, I think. So we got married back in 2008, so about 15 yep. years ago. And shortly after we got married, we bought a house. And we were like, we always had parties. So we always say BC before child. We were cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have a liquor contest with our friends. You know, pick a bottle, top two shelves, and let's, let's see what wins. Our friends were not as educated as us as we learned. Yeah. And so Peppermint Schnapps beat my Don Julio 1942. What? <laughs> right. I was yeah. highly upset, but Roger said the house could not win. Okay. He almost got put out the house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, but we since started educating our friends. We were learning your family's big into alcohol. Oh, yeah. Very okay. responsible drinkers. Mm -hmm. And we learned a lot from them, and we just passed it on to our friends. And so the next time we did a tasting, it was actually a lot better and uh, peppermint snops did not win. Awesome. <laughs> so when you say top two shelves, is that because usually the the higher quality stuff is up at the top? Or? Yeah, yes. we try to steer okay. people away from the bottles that you can squeeze, the okay. plastic ones, yeah, and definitely. the ones that are real low. And like, I oh, we're too old for that. Yes, yeah. we can do better. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's intimidating to get into liquor if you don't know what you're doing, especially like wine or something like that. Yeah. Like knowing what what pairs with what, or like what's good, what's not. And then prices, they don't always dictate the quality of yes. what's good, right? That is very Absolutely. true. But it's been great seeing the curation of our collection over the last 15 years because, of course, out of college, it started with a lot of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was flavors and mixers. And now it's a lot of it is just neat. It's almost like a liquor store itself, our collection. Yeah, that's awesome. So what would you recommend? Maybe give us a background because I'm not as well versed as you guys for sure. So like what are the different families? We got vodkas, we got tequilas. We got whiskeys. Like, what are the different categories of liquor? Okay, so you got your vodkas, your gins. Uh, on the tequila side, you have the tequilas. You have the uh, mezcals, sotals. Yep. Yeah. Um, and whiskey. I mean, that's just you've got bourbon, you have rye, you have scotch. Yeah. It's just a wide range in whiskey, and then of course, all cognac is brandy. Okay. Um, but you know they're they're called two different things. And most people are like, oh, yeah, I drink brandy and this is a cognac. And it's like, yeah, they're the same, but cognac is just from a certain region. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. And it, you just find a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I mean, 
Do you guys dive into wines at all or anything outside of just straight liquor or is it always liquor? Very little. So yeah. we have a small wine collection. And yeah, but if it is wine, it's usually, it's an alcohol finished in a wine cask. <laughs> okay, cool. So what was like your first introduction? And it's probably like, if it was like my story, it's probably like super horrible. You're in college, something cheap, right? So what was like, you remember the first like okay. introduction? So for me, uh, Straight liquor, it was Everclear. Okay, you were you had a good introduction. Uh, no, <laughs> not too bad. Terrible. <laughs> that was a terrible. It's idea. dangerous for sure. Wait till you hear mine. Nobody should drink Everclear. <laughs> Nobody should drink Everclear straight. It even tells you not to. Yeah. Um, and we were mixing it with lots of juices, and so that just means hangover. And the juice wasn't good juice. It was Hawaiian punch, or you know <laughs> stuff like that. It's awesome. going to hurt you, and that's where you get the headache in the morning. You're yeah. Like, Why does this hurt so much? Bad sugar. And high volumes of alcohol. Okay. And so that was a terrible introduction for me. I didn't step in light at all. What was your That was like, <laughs> I had Montezuma tequila. Oh, wow. With some Welch's grape. Oh, the squeeze awesome. bottle. Yes, yes. That's an interesting combination, too. It should yeah. never be mixed. Yeah. Those are two separate things that do not go together like oil and water. Yeah, because I think usually like uh, probably vodkas get mixed more than tequila, right? Right. Yeah. Interesting. Got to use what you got. Yeah. So then <laughs> you sort of started to develop your palate. Like, how did you get into like liquor overall? You said your family has a background. Yeah. yeah. Well, in college, uh, I also made a point to just get something new when I went to the liquor store. I was like, okay, okay so now that I'm 21, we're going to graduate next year or whatever. I want to make sure every time I go to the liquor store, I get something that nobody else is picking up. So yeah. let's just go find that uh that cognac that nobody gets everybody buys a certain brand it's real big and popular but let me try this other one um one it's a little bit cheaper two i'm i'm gonna change the game nobody's having this and they're like what is that what are you drinking <laughs> you're gonna put them oh, on right? yeah i'm gonna yeah. put people on and so it, it started off like that like i really want to see if i can find something that's that may be better and then like, yeah, I'm the first one that has it, you know, yeah. yeah, nobody else is drinking this. So, yeah, that was kind of what it was for me. I mean, how about you? I mean, what really... it, it was hanging with your family for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. where I learned that all tequila is not bad. Yeah. You know, I get hear a lot. Oh, you drink tequila. Oh, I was like, not the stuff we had in college. This is not right. Cuervo, no mixed toe, no gold. Yeah. The real legit tequila is what, what I, I learned from, from your family. And yeah. Yeah. During the pandemic, you branched me out into whiskey. Mm -hmm. So I've been learning how to drink whiskey. and Because at first, it all burned. But... <laughs> I have to confess, I have tried whiskey, and I haven't found a whiskey that I like. Maybe I'm just not man enough. I don't know. Oh, no, but, we, can, like, we can work on that. Yeah. yeah. We can okay. work on that. Flight. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that is the key, actually. If there's any tips I could give anyone that's getting into the space at all, it's look for flights. So anytime you can go to a distillery or anytime you go to a bar or whatever, see if they have a flight of expressions and that can kind of give you a guide. Cause what you'll find out really quick is that, Hey, I, I just don't like scotch. Yeah. Cool. You don't like that super smoky, that PD stuff. Well, maybe you like bourbon. It's more on the sweeter side. Let's try that out. And okay. Like, oh, okay. I, I kind of like this bourbon. It's a little bit a little bit better, a little sweeter. And distillers are a good way for a low price to try a lot of things. I see. Yeah. 
I saw that you guys have toured places too, which I thought was really cool. Did yeah. you do that before you started the podcast? Or was that something that once you got into the podcast, you're like, okay, let's go out to these different places? Actually, yeah, we did it before. before. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> okay. did it before. Yeah. Cool. Uh, just because we were interested in it anytime, especially locally here. Yeah. Um, our friends at Wonderful uh, Distilling, they uh, offered us a tour. And what they did is they, what is it, Saturdays? Or? Yeah. Yeah, every Saturday you can pay okay. for a tour out there and they have their full line, pretty much everything they have. And then they give you a tour and you can really try some stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So tell me about the podcast. I know that even from the first episode I saw, branding was on point, merch was on point, everything was super cool. I was <laughs> impressed. Tell me how you came up with the name and why a podcast that you know focuses around liquor. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, just from talking with our friends over the last 10, 15 years, it's just a lot of education was missing. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to talk about these spirits, put people on, but also educate them behind what's behind the label. How's it produced? What's the story? Why, why does this taste different than that? And so we just, you know, after educating our friends, let's, let's put it out to the, to the mass. Let's yeah. see how other people feel. If, if we can teach others how to mindfully drink, drink more responsibly. I think that that's a good message. Awesome. I think one of the things that I saw too, was even like the glasses, on one of your episodes, you were talking about how the glass is like designed yes. for specific like drinks and stuff like that, right? It makes a huge yeah. difference, um, especially from whiskey to brandy, even to tequila. tequila. Um, if you're sipping something that you're looking for some notes to come out of and really enjoy the nose and the palate, then you need a certain glass for that. Otherwise, I mean, even when they make mixed drinks at a bar, you notice there's certain types of glasses they'll serve it to you in. And True. It's for a reason, so that you can get the full effect of it. And it's yeah. supposed to be an experience. Yeah. That's what I was taught. And I was like, okay, well, cool. Let's let's try it this way. And this is not meant to be chugged or you're going to miss yeah. all these notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We want to change drinking from shooting to, like I said, more mindful. So let's, let's create a vibe. Let's create an experience and just chill and, and really think through what it is we're drinking. How'd you come up with the name? Oh <laughs> man, that took, that was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. I think I had a whole list. Yep. You had a list and it was actually a handle that I had in college was like, I'm, I'm the, the liquor connoisseur. I would just say that. Okay. And it was just, eh, just funny. And I was like, well, babe, what do you think about this? And she was like, yeah, let's add that to the list. And then we'll mull it over with these others. And yeah. like, you know what? Ultimately, I think that's that's really cool because everybody would our friends at least they would say, "Man, you guys know a whole lot about alcohol. Like, wh where'd you get all this stuff from?" It's like, well, I I spent some time reading about it, mm -hmm. and we just wanted to know. We were like sponges every time we'd yeah. Google and we'd go to the liquor stores, and then we recognized really quick that oh man, these guys they're getting to know us like they. <laughs> The liquor said, hey, how's it going? What are you guys are looking for? And it's like, well, I'm looking for a new brandy or I'm looking for, oh, you guys should try this out, yada, awesome. yada, yada. And we're like, we're not trying to look for the stuff that's in the commercials all the time. Yeah. not Because the yeah. marketing is so strong that it, it will outpace the quality. We gravitate towards what we were marketed yeah. to. And okay. so part of what we do is, yeah, we'll talk about some of the bigger brands, but we'll also introduce you to some of the smaller brands you may not have seen or saw at the store, but just weren't quite sure you wanted yeah. to buy. But the original name, going back, if I think about the original notes, was for the love of all things alcohol. Yeah, okay. Because we <laughs> wanted to talk about all the different types and kind of put that in the title, but the liquor connoisseur is definitely the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> more condensed, easier to find. Yeah, right? yeah. for the love of all things yeah. alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I like it, I like it.
So do any of the places that you like sort of go to like stock up and everything, do they know you have a podcast now? Or are they aware of that? Yeah. 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 We stopped by uh, the well. Yeah. It's a local spot. Awesome. Right down the street from us. And they've been really good. Anytime they have, what they'll have is um, like distilleries and stuff will come out and sh- have their flights yeah. there and let you try out their, their full line of tequilas or whiskeys and that's really cool i love that yeah, yeah. That, that's that. actually how uh our una familia uh show uh we got connected through the well uh mm-hmm. they had uh, a distributor come through and we tried it and liked it even bought cool. a bottle yeah. and then we got connected with their uh one of their uh, salespeople, and they were like cool we'd love for you to help promote because it's a it was oh wow a, it was new at the time like maybe a year or two old mm-hmm. uh from Produced out of Kansas. Okay. And we were like, yeah, we'd love to to uh, promote it on our show or review it. I wouldn't say promote, but um, we just had a good time filming that, all those expressions. It, yeah. It was really, really great. It's awesome. So you're already building relationships and getting invited to places because of the podcast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, man. We've we've noticed that the community is it's very open and, and kind. Like everybody's just awesome. I haven't, yeah. I haven't really found any bad apples in the yeah. space. And I, that was very refreshing for us because we were expecting something different. I don't know what, mm-hmm. but usually yeah. you get some sort of pushback when you get into a space and, you know, not all artists are really cool with each other, but something about the bartenders and the distributors and the, the liquor store personnel, and all the these distilleries, pe- yeah, yeah. the distilleries, all these people just work very well together and they just... They're just friends. Like everybody's really cool. They do really good fundraisers. It's yeah. just awesome. That's cool. So it just worked out that both of you guys were just into liquor or was one like forcing the other, like, Hey, get into this or what? Uh, I would say I was a little bit more into it. Yeah. Um, she had her space. I think tequila was more of your space. Oh, still okay. is. Uh, yeah, it still is more of her <laughs> She's space. like, I'm the pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, cognac was more of my space. And it, it still is. I still favor cognac and brandy more than uh, other uh, liquor types. But I'm always open to something new. And even even if it's a stretch for me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. Because uh, we're slowly but surely getting into the gins. Yes. And we're... Not the hugest fan of gin, but I, I actually like some of the expressions that we've had lately. I like it a lot because it's a huge difference, once again, to the education piece. Most people don't go past what their college experience was. Right. Many don't get past whatever their high school experience yeah. <laughs> was. Or what was in the top hit song. Yeah, they're like, okay, I tried it and it was trash. Okay, so I'm done. And then you catch them at the bar and they say, um... Uh, cranberry and this, or right. cranberry uh, vodka. Yeah, right. cranberry yeah. vodka. Um, and they just rattle off what's comfortable. They're like, oh, I see it. With the podcast, we know not everybody's ready to drink neat or as right. like to say, just add the glass. Just add the glass. <laughs> <laughs> so we we are catering to those who are beginning their journey or wanting to start over and forget mm-hmm. about college, and we actually feature a mixed drink with a lot of the expressions that we review. Okay. Cool. Has there been a, a time that you review something? I imagine you always have to be super honest. And what if you don't like it, right? Like what if you're working with the vendor or somebody, you know, gave you as a gift, hey, you know, put this on the pod. And what if you don't like it? That would be like my biggest like fear. Like what am I going to say, right? Because you want to be super honest. Yes. Right? Well, that falls into the category of, okay, so this is 
not just add the glass. Like <laughs> this might need some help. Right. And so okay. we're like, okay, you don't have to pour it, pour it down the drain or nothing like that. Some of these things, they actually pub them out mm-hmm. as pairing with club soda pair with, uh, this or that or you should you know on the rocks please do that because if you don't you know and you're like oh okay so you you guys are really not even intending for people to sip this neat so who who am i to force it yeah i want to try it neat but if i don't like it neat it may not even been intended for that they're like hey you should put a couple of drops of water in it it'll open it up and it does okay um that can make a big difference but yeah we're also connoisseurs so we're also we're not gonna go out and we're not gonna review screwball whiskey i'm sorry (laughs) what if they're like hey we've got this awesome promotion we want to like sponsor an episode no it would be it would be interesting it'd be tough i i i'm not a fan how much we talking no no uh, no no, i just can't stay true Yeah, yeah i can't do it if if i don't like it i'm not gonna push for now we do try things from time to time like like uh we tried a rum recently I'd never had this rum before. And I was like, well, okay, let me just try it out. And it was okay. I mean, I'm not the hugest fan of it, but it is a step in that direction. It's like, okay, I want something that's that's clean. It doesn't have all these extra additives. And, and you got to be careful about some of this stuff uh, because they'll add in extra sugar that's unnecessary just to try to make it palatable for people they'll add food coloring and stuff to it and you're just like man why why'd you have to do that like if if you would just make it how it's supposed to be made don't add all that stuff it'll make your brand better but they're just trying to taste right but the general public doesn't know that general public they they don't know the tricks right yeah we try to educate on those tricks bust some of the myths uh as we talk about the spirits and when we do mixed drinks, we actually, we try to make sure they're as clean as they can be. Okay. So we, we try to use, I think the last one we used, um, was it poppy? Yeah. Uh, like if we were going to use a soda, it's like, hey, you don't have to use like Coca-Cola. Or right. Sprite. It's like there are better soda like options yeah. that are just cleaner. And if you're going to sip something that's organic and natural, mm-hmm. just pair it with something else that's organic and natural and just... Yeah, because even in that, a lot of people have their old faithful like orange juice or like you said, Coca Cola. Yeah, and they just do that just out of out of habit. Out right? of habit, yeah. they're yeah. like, oh, it just always goes well. It's like, yeah, and then here comes the headache. Right. It's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, what's been like the the biggest lesson maybe that you've learned now that you have a podcast? Uh, I'll tell you mine after you tell me yours. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I just learned a new one when I got here. I'm like. I need to get better mics. <laughs> I need to yeah. get way better mics. There's always like ways to level up. So yeah. I want to hold like so equipment. many steps. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're working on the equipment game here. Yeah. Um, editing, I mean, I, much goes out yes. to you guys. I used to just consume your content and just be like, "Hey, man, that that looks really cool and easy." Right. And it is not. It's a lot of work. It takes a lot <laughs> of work, and our videos are substantially shorter than yours. Of course, I mean, we're doing. 10 minute, 20 minute episodes sometimes. And, yeah. and we're like, after all this <laughs> editing, so right. like really picking up the skill set and having the right tools is okay. something that I'm learning. Uh, I'm learning how to mix drinks. <laughs> okay. That's something that is such a skill. And we've made friends with great people in, in OKC that are professionals. So watching them and trying to, okay, I see that I never would have thought these ingredients would go together. 
just getting that creative side. I, I like to be creative. So adding that mixed drink element to help bring in those newer connoisseurs and just to bring some creativity. Awesome. So for me, one of the things that I learned, and maybe it's just because like I'm not as popular as you guys, but what I learned is like, you know, when I, before I launched my podcast, I would look at my friends list and I've got like 400, 500 friends, right? Like I'm going to put out a podcast. It's going to get 500 views easy out the gate. I put it out. It was like crickets. Oh yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, so yes. that's what yeah. I've learned. Like a lot of people aren't going to believe in your project. It's going to be like strangers probably that are going to gravitate towards your content versus your friends. It's, it's kind of weird. Very true. It is. And we actually have a, our largest following I think is on LinkedIn. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's the funny part. Well, yeah. you're very popular on LinkedIn. I, I do have a lot of contacts. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot yeah. of contacts. So anytime we put something over there, it, it, it goes like wildfire. We awesome. It's like even uh, TikTok is good. I mean, people get a lot of views there, but some of the others, you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> that was just a lesson that I wasn't expecting to learn, right? Because you think out the gate, everybody's going to be like cheering for you. They're yeah. just going to watch it just because, you know, they know you, but that's not the case. So <laughs> that was that was a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that when we came out with the merch, I was like, oh, cool. We got all these friends. Sure, yeah. They're all... No. No. <laughs> they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Like, okay. Right, right. We were talking about, uh, you know, celebrity tequila, celebrity drinks, and I've been amazed just like how much celebrities and even hip hop directly influences like brands and like the hype behind them, right? Yeah. Like, you think of even like Busta Rhymes back in the day, like Carvassier, yes. stuff like that, yes. right? Like, what do you guys think about that? Like the celebrity brands and like how much influence they can have? By and large, I'm not a fan. Not a fan? I, I'm not a yeah. fan of it. Now, some are doing it right. Uh, my favorite artist is E40. Okay. And he happened to have a, a really decent cognac. I like that one, Tycoon. Um, he has a good tequila that we'll be reviewing at some point. And he's actually doing it, I guess I would say, the right way. I mean, I feel like he's got his hands in it a little bit more and he has a quality product. But many times it's just, oh, cool, you rap or you play basketball. Hold yeah. this bottle and yeah. we'll stick your label on it. Most like of the time it's that. Yeah, I like to say Michael Jordan is the go to basketball, not the go to tequila. No. <laughs> yeah. The bottle looks cool too. That's another yeah, thing. That's right? a key. Right. If the bottle is beautiful, right. the liquid probably is not as great. Uh, okay. Yeah, I kind of, <laughs> as odd as that is, like it, actually somebody in the lip store told us that too. They were like, man, if that bottle looks really outrageous, yeah. the juice is probably trash. And, and even if they just charge you, oh, this is a $100 bottle. And you're thinking, it's got to be a hundred dollar good because the bottle looks great. Right. And the marketing behind it, well, they got to pay all that. They have to pay for that. And then the juice can be $20 juice. But that's another myth that, you know, the higher the price, the better quality right. the spirit. And that's not true either. Yeah. And that's another deal we're trying to do. We're like, man, you don't have to pay $50 for this artist alcohol. They're, they're probably getting it from a, a source that is selling that at $30 or something like that in their line. And so it's, it's really pointless. You're doing it to just look cool. Like you right. have this bottle as a status thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast last week. I forget what's the brand that Jay-Z was involved with, but this was before social media. And the guy was talking about, he was like the, the founder of like the liquor. And he mm -hmm. said that they happened to notice that one of their bottles was in the Jay-Z music video. 
And they noticed that their sales was like going up that week because of that. Okay. And this was prior to like social media and everything like that. So they just had like in one of the offices, they had the TV going on MTV and they're like, they play the same music video. So the Jay-Z video is going to come on and I'm going to show you guys that they have the bottle and they stood there until they saw it. Then they reached out to Jay-Z like, Hey, I don't know. I can't remember the what liquor, but he he had an exit recently where he just like cashed out on that liquor. Really? Yeah. Was, it, was it the the champagne? Was it Ace, of Ace of Spades? Maybe. It that may have been right. Ace of Spades because yeah. I, I think he used to pub out a really big like uh, Don P. Probably. Okay. Was was probably something he pubbed out. I correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ace of Spades was his big deal. He may have sold that out. But I never got to drink any of that because it was way too expensive <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that they were talking about is like you were saying, like the big bottles, that that's kind of like a hack because if you make your bottle big, like the places have to have your bottle up at the top because it doesn't fit within the shelves. Yep. And even at the liquor store too, it has to be at the top. So then you get like that premium space, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Premium so space, yep. Look that at your works. 1942 from Don yeah. Julio, your Avion 44, uh, Sincoro even. Yes. And Coral definitely did that. Their bottle is huge. It's one yeah. of the biggest ones on our shelf. <laughs> uh, like you said, the, the 1942. Yeah. yeah. Avion. You uh, can't miss them. Well, you can't right. miss them because once they get up like this, it's just. And that's the thing, too. I could see also from a marketing perspective, if you're at a club and you're buying a bottle for the table, they're bringing the bottle. You kind of want it to look cool, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if they just bring a regular bottle, it's not going to be as impressive. So I could see why the hype and the marketing behind the bottles, but most people don't sort of correlate that a uh, cool looking bottle doesn't mean it's high quality stuff yeah. inside of it. And don't forget the case or the coffin. True. Yeah, like yeah. put it yeah. in a case and yeah. make the case big too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So you guys aren't a fan, any celebrity? I, like I said, I, I like E-40 stuff. Okay. It's, it's pretty good. Oh, Digo, I think that's George Strait. That's actually not, not too bad. Yeah. I, it depends on how in front is the celebrity. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between owning and um, investing versus being that person that is the marketing of that that spirit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Why did you decide sort of like, you know, do let's do a podcast? Was it just education or was it just, hey, we already love this stuff. Like, let's just, you know, put our love together and like put it out there so people, you know, sort of see what we're into, you know, it was both of those yeah. for me. Both of those? Like we, we have a genuine love for it. we, and honest, we've been doing this off camera. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we really do love it. And, and people would always tell us, man, that's great, man. I really appreciate it. Man, you, you're the reason why I do it this way and why I bought these glasses to match up with this cognac that I drink and I awesome. smoke my cigar with it. This, and you're the reason why I do it is, oh, okay, cool. Well, how about we scale that up and just reach a few more people, a couple of followers, and <laughs> that would be great. And that's probably the, one of the biggest ones for me. The education is yeah. is top, though, because like I said earlier, people get stunted. They get stuck where they were in college, and they don't want to grow from there. And then right. what they do is they'll just follow, oh, this bottle costs $200, and it has something at the top of it or something on the side of it that's really neat you just have to drink when something bad happens or yeah. you just got to shoot it real fast and true you don't that's what i always hear it. about tequila like they're always like prepared to like give me a line give me something that i can yeah. like chase it down with yeah. it's like not all tequilas like no. that no, yeah, no no that that makes my tequila order very fun when i go out sometimes i'm like i just want tequila neat it's yeah like so you want that with lime it's 
Yeah. Do just you want eat. the salt on the on the brim? Right. Everything, yeah. right? I'm just bottled a glass. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious how often that happens. Like when when we go and we're like, oh, so you have this. Sweet. Can I get that neat in a glass, in a rocks glass? And they're like, okay, so you want a shot or you want. Um, <laughs> they're not used like to it. it. And they're like, no, I don't want it dressed at all. I don't need no rim, no lime. It should stand on its own. Okay, cool. Let's do that. And they're like, oh, oh okay. And part of it's being me is not just to make a statement. It's I want to know what it is I'm drinking. Even before, I, if I were to mix it, you know, what notes am I getting so I know what to pair with it? True. Yes. Yeah. So walk me through that process because I've seen you guys where, you know, you, you do the little sniff, yes. and you a little swirl. Like walk me through the process. What's the proper way to like taste, you know, liquor and appreciate everything? It's okay. actually a part of our. Oh, it's our, part of the yeah. merch? Yeah. Part of yeah. the merch. Okay. Man. There we go. So, yeah, you know. Man. You got to swirl, sniff, sip, and then savor. So we'll we'll take it. And uh, of course, this is not the ideal glass. You don't. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm still learning it. No, no, yeah. This is uh, well, this is a, a reminder of um, being stuck in college. College. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. the, if with the proper glass, you you want to swirl it around a little bit and let it open. And uh, I encourage people in in one of the episodes and probably a couple now when you do uh, sniff a tequila or any kind of uh, hard liquor, you want to open your mouth a little bit. That way the alcohol doesn't get bunched up in your head. And that's where you get that stinging, burning sensation. Okay. You won't do that if your mouth is open a little. And you just get a couple of smells of it and sit it down, breathe on that for a minute, and just try to figure out what you're getting. And it's usually going to be some form of caramel, vanilla. That's all for maybe the barrel a, a lot of times. The barrel impact will do that. Sometimes you get notes of apple. Uh, stuff like that will come out. And and then you just go back to it again and see what else you might get and yeah. So what, you get in. another thing you'll notice is we don't just take one sip because yeah. the more you drink it, you're gonna get something different. And letting it sit after a while, it'll it'll change it a little bit. Okay. Drop of water, change it a little yes, bit. Really. Ice cube, change it a little bit. Okay. Yes. And actually, the ice cube. Uh, another reason why we'll say just add the glass is like, well, uh, alcohol can be a lot like food in a sense. So the colder it is, the less aromatic it will be. Just like, oh, I want this food to be warm. That way it smells really good. It's, it's, you know, not hot, but you want it to be, you know, where you can get all those notes. Yeah. Ice will actually chill that down and it won't let it be as aromatic. People ice things that they really don't like. You know, you need to have Everclear as cold as possible (laughs) because that alcohol is going to burn you to death if it's just out here hot. And so what we noticed, especially in college, is people were like putting bottles in the freezer. Uh, All their vodkas and stuff were in the freezer. That's just like ruining it? It's not that it's ruining it. It changes it and tones down all the flavors. That alcohol will not be as bright. Does it go back though? Or is it like once it's chilled, it's like changed forever? uh, I don't think it does that to the clear liquors as much. Okay. I would say maybe if you were to notice a change, it would be something aged. Got um, it. I wouldn't want to freeze and thaw that too many times, but you can't freeze. Yeah, 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 you know. But I mean, I wouldn't want to chill it down below thirty-two degrees and then bring it back up a lot of times, especially if it's a cork spirit. You got to worry about the um, the contraction of the cork. 
Another deal we brought up, um, having as many bottles as we have, it's important to tip those bottles periodically or else the cork will actually shrink to the point. Because it dries up? It will dry up. So like a synthetic cork, like on this 818, Mm -hmm. um, that will actually hold up longer than like a real organic wood cork. Those wood corks, they look really cool. They have all those little tiny holes in them. What will happen is... The alcohol is not touching that, and so it's just going to continue to contract until eventually the seal breaks. Oh wow! And then now you're you're see losing. most people don't know that most yeah. people probably buy a bottle and they save it for a special occasion. Yeah, and it's like just sitting there for probably years. I, right? I discourage that. Yeah. Like I feel like if you're going to save one, buy two. I think you should try everything you you pick up if you haven't had it in the bars or you couldn't find it and you see it on the shelf magically. If you feel like you don't want to drink one, buy two. If you can, just buy two because you should try it. You should yeah. enjoy that. And then sometimes you never know something that might be a limited release. Mm-hmm. And you should just just try it. Or they may do a label change. Yeah. That's so you guys don't us. wait to like a special occasion. If you like something, you want to just have it just because it's like a Friday or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty much everything we have, we've had it at yeah. some point. Um, even if we had it in a bar uh, we've been to some really nice mezcal bars, uh, tequila bars, and picked up some good expressions. And we're like, oh, okay, well, now I have it. This is great. Mm-hmm. And then you can enjoy it later or whatever. But I, I wouldn't sit because what happens is people will buy something very expensive and they'll sit on it forever. And yeah. it's like, well, um, whoever you would give that to, they're not going to enjoy it and respect it as much as you. I mean, that, Right. It's just not and like you works. said, the, if the cork sort of breaks, the the waste. sort of it's going to be like changed, it's, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. a waste. And then don't open it and then try to really save it as well because of the oxidation. Yes. And yeah. so like if a bottle, once it gets, you know, halfway down or so, now you've got a whole lot of oxygen in there and it will oxidize the spirit and change it. Okay. Um, at first, it may not be that big of a deal. It might actually help it some. And then after a while, you wind up with something that's... Ugh. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, it is trash, and then because yeah. uh, actually that happened to one of my uh, one of my bottles, and I opened it up. I let it get real low and didn't finish it. I just set it back, went on to something else. Should have finished it. When it gets down to the corner, finish it, please. Don't don't wait because it will turn into trash. So is there like a, a shelf life? Like once you open it, or even if you haven't opened it, like how how long can you store liquor for? Um, the shelf life is pretty good as long as it's unopened and okay. you. Uh, monitor it and you know you tip it every now and then the ones that are dipped in wax will hold up longer obviously i mean because there's nothing going in there but after you open it man I'm, ew, that's a good question i mean that's i mean it's not milk but i wouldn't want to sit there and come back <laughs> i'm si- i'm thinking over here i'm like i'm scared now i probably need to go tip some bottles yeah i, I mean, need to go see what's like halfway i need to like finish I would, um and that's why i encourage people to make infinity bottles of of some of your whiskeys um I wouldn't mix like a whiskey with a vodka or nothing like that. But if you have three or four whiskeys and they're pretty much very similar, like they're three or four bourbons and they're pretty low, it'd be better for you to put all those in one bottle. Really? They they wouldn't go out as fast because okay. it'd be less air in that one bottle as opposed to the four that they're in. Awesome. So that's kind that's of cool. starting. I'm over here taking notes. I'm learning <laughs> left and right here. So what does the swirl do? It introduces some air. Yes. Does it like open up? And it does like open change up. Change the flavor? What does it do? Uh, what happens is you'll get some of the spirit will cling around the glass and dry down a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, another deal that we bring up is when you finish um, your alcohol beverage and you set your glass out, 
Don't rinse it out right away, especially if it's something new to you. Um, set it out for a little bit. Let it dry down. Come back to it in about an hour. And what you'll realize is that the alcohol is pretty much all gone. And the notes that people claim that they're getting, they yeah. say, oh, I taste this and this and another. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it actually is in there. When they say, oh, it's got notes of chocolate, notes of coffee, it's like you will get those notes once it dries down a little bit more. Okay. And people that have really, really refined palates, even more so than myself, they they can pick that stuff up really easy. Uh, the sommeliers are like, oh, yeah, I get all this, and they'll list off like 13 things, and you're like, wow, I just smell um, alcohol. Right. And uh, yeah. And part of the swirl is also you see the legs. You see how, yes. how it draws on that glass, how it comes down so what are the legs the legs are like alcohol content like what is it that you're seeing like you're seeing it sort of drip down yes. right in the glass but yes. like what does that mean if it drips fast or if it drips low it's like a viscosity thing man it can give you a heads up to what the mouthfeel is going to be like so okay. often you'll hear people talk about the mouthfeel this has an oily mouthfeel or whatever the viscosity is really high or really low um, something that lingers on the palate, you'll see like it, it doesn't drip down as fast. It actually clings to the glass a little bit. And you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in for a treat. This is yeah. going to be decadent. Like this is going to hold on. This is going to be worth the money. So you want something. I always hear people say like, oh, it has nice legs or whatever. Yeah. You want something or it really depends on the liquor. Like what is it that you. I would say uh, for a default for me, I want my, my spirit to linger. I want to be able to, you know, I've set it down and I'm, I walk away from it and you're like, mm, that, that's still, it's still coming back. Like it's, there's no burn, all that's gone. And all I get is those, those flavors. I get the praline, I get the, the caramel, I get this. And you're like, man, this is, this is like Thanksgiving. This is like a pie almost. Like it's, awesome. you get some of that out of there. <laughs> yeah. If, if it has that viscosity, otherwise it'll just basically burn off and you're just like, oh, okay, that was a nice little ride. Real quick and easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You know, what I was you sort of feel intimidated when I'm at a fancy restaurant, they bring a bottle and they sit there, they open it, they pour like just a little bit for you to like do the whole like sniff and taste yeah, it, right? Yeah. And they're waiting for your reaction. I have never sent a bottle back <laughs> or it said it's horrible. It's I was horrible. like, this is great. This, this is, is great. awesome. Yeah. Pour some more. Have you guys ever like sent a bottle back or like not impressed or anything like that? Yes. Yes. Especially with tequila. Really? Especially living in Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, what, what kind of tequila do you have? I don't know. Let me check. Okay. And then they come back. We got Patron. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So does everybody else. Right. right. I've had that and I'm here for a different I, experience. I am. I'm above that now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Patron is actually another college one. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just our, our selections typically are like, I'm like, you know what? I'll just have water. Sometimes, yeah, really. If I go to a really great place like somewhere downtown, I'm like, oh, I haven't tried that one. Let me get that. Or, awesome. Yeah, I always like, and that's that's another point too. Is like sometimes you go to places and they don't have a big selection. They just have like the people that recognize the brands, like you said, the Patron or like Great Goose Vodka stuff like that. That's just exactly the people what that, that know, right? Yeah, that's what they'll have. And and what's weird to me is they won't have anything that I would consider somewhere in the middle. Um, they'll just say, oh, well, I have. I guess this would be very, very low middle. Uh, we have 1800 and then we have Patron. And it's just yeah. like, you don't have anything. Like at least give me a Don Julio. Yeah. I don't have anything in, in between that that is not just clearly pubbed out. And that's yeah. why we enjoy uh, going to like a, a real bar that might have plenty of expressions. And then you're like, okay, cool. But if, if 
you're looking for something good, I don't know, just throw something in the air at a Chili's or something like that. Right. Like that type yeah. of restaurant, you won't find it. Yeah. They'll have two vodkas, two whiskeys. Is that like a distribution thing? Because maybe some of the unknown brands can't get that space or like what 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 causes that? That's more of a distribution Pocket thing Pocket within area. the liquor stores to what brands you get. Okay. At restaurants is typically I've seen restaurants with stuff I haven't seen in the liquor store. So I, I don't feel like it's a distribution thing there, but it's just what's popular. I see. What's selling? What, what, who, who are we marketing to in our restaurant? Yeah. If I know all I'm going to make is a thousand Jack and Cokes today, I'm going to have unlimited amounts of Jack. True. That's what I'm going to have. And I'm not going to bring in anything else because nobody knows what that is. Yeah. Most people probably won't even question. They like won't the even brand, question right? it. And yeah. many people, they'll, they'll get a drink and it's, it's a well drink. Technically, it's just like, oh, this is our well whiskey, our well vodka, our well. You can tell a lot about a restaurant based on their well drinks. Yeah. What we'll the ask them, what, what are you making it with? And, and actually they'll treat you different for that. So really? like, okay, so uh, let me get a, a rum and Coke say that yeah and and they're like oh okay cool and they'll get ready to head back and get you something off the shelf and you're like well what do you make it with and they're like uh they're like nobody's asked us nobody let me, asked let me go us, check with the manager yeah nobody <laughs> asks us what we make it with. if they know they'll say oh yeah we make it with um i don't know captain morgan just throw that out there we make it with captain morgan and they're like okay which one and they're like the one that everybody buys okay mm -hmm. captain morgan boom you're like do you have any other rums and they're like okay let me get back with you you know, yeah. then then they're like, oh, this person actually cares about what they're consuming. This this is actually pretty cool. I didn't even know we had that. I've heard that before. Like, yeah. I didn't know we didn't. You know, like, oh, sweet. <laughs> We've been places and they didn't even know how to charge us for what they had. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've been literally yeah. like because they're so used to selling a certain brand to mix with something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, well, uh, I see that you have this on the shelf. It's not on the menu yet. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Um, nobody's ever asked us nobody's about Nobody's ever asked us for that. <laughs> the owner just brought that in. We don't even have a skew. It's not even really skewed in. Yeah. And they're like, well, shoot, I'll charge you what we charge for the other stuff. And next thing you know, you're trying something that may be awesome. two or three times more expensive. So yeah. it pays to kind of look at what they're serving. If yeah. you can, if you're in a, in a bar situation where you can just look at what they're serving. And they're making drinks. It's a good idea. And just going back to tequila, I mean, they can, there's like four additives they can add up to 1% each of. Okay. And they don't have to tell you. Really? Yeah. So that's why a lot of tequilas that you'll see that, that we review, I've done some research. They're going to be additive-free unless I just missed it somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to make sure there's no extra. They, they can add extra agave, glycerin. They're just coloring. Yes. Especially when you get into the Reposados and the Añejo, what they'll try to do is add something. Because people will look at it and say, oh, that's an Añejo. It needs to be a certain color. Right. I'm looking for it to be this this darker color, at least like this amber color. And then from there. And then so they'll say, well, shoot, it looks more expensive. I'll just add two or three more drops of this. So and I'll it's just like food coloring or something. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, and you don't have to do that. You're just, you're doing it for the marketing and for And you really can't go by color because there are light reposados, dark ones. Mm -hmm. It just, it's how all in how they age it. Yeah. That's funny. So that's, I mean, that's a lot to learn. I, I, I could see where it would be intimidating. So I'm glad you guys are doing this. Have you ever done like any like pop-up events where you go to a liquor store or a restaurant or something? And maybe you shot the podcast there. I think that would be kind of cool. No, but that's we a list. We'll put that up. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be, be really cool. Good.
And then you're kind of the pro when it comes to like the mixed drinks and stuff like that. Is that right? Or? Between us, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I am terrible <laughs> yeah. with that. That's a part of the reason why I'm just sad to glasses because I don't know how to mix it to begin with. I think so, that's cool too because like for me, I don't really have like a signature drink, right? Like everybody has like maybe like a, a go-to drink, right? And I still haven't found like something that I can order everywhere and then it's going to be solid, right? Like you yes. said, it's always like something like, you know, vodka red bull yeah vodka cranberry like that can't be my signature drink no, right so right. it's like i don't know i think having those mixed drinks would be kind of cool you really should you should always have a good base spirit mm-hmm. you know if i go out i don't see a tequila maybe there's a mezcal i can switch that out mm-hmm. or uh if they don't have a tequila like maybe i'll do a mixed drink and i'll do an old-fashioned yep it just that's my go-to yeah. mixed drink is an old-fashioned you really can't miss with that it especially perfect it's good year round, but in the winter it starts to really give you what you need. Yeah. You've, you've got the the sweet in there. You got the orange peel. It's very aromatic. It's it's a beautiful drink. So if I had to get pick one for you to look into, old fashioned, and just pay attention to what they make it with, and go to a really good bar that can make you a great one. And do you want to ask, like, what what type of liquor they use for the old fashioned? Absolutely, yeah. And I'd, I'd say hey, uh, they're usually going to make it with a rye whiskey, uh, an old fashioned. Say, so, oh, so which which rye are you using? And they'll be like, oh, man, sounds like you care. Um, we're using this uh, Templeton, or we're using um, Bullet. Uh, yeah. That's typically the one they'll use. Okay. And making note of that, you're like, oh, okay. Well, I like this old fashioned. Um, what whiskey did they use? Okay, well, let me try that. See how that is. I might actually like that whiskey. Yeah. Or if I don't, and I find one that I do like, a rye whiskey. If I see it at the bar and they make old fashions, I want my old fashioned with that. And so I've done that before too. I'm like, oh, you have this. Can you make my old fashioned with that? And they're like, sure. Uh-huh. Like, sweet. This is great. What what syrups they're using as well? Yeah. Are they making them in house? Are they, you know, straight off the shelf? Something that's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. Think about those things as well. Cool. Do each of you have a signature drink? Like, what's your go-to? I'm curious to hear. Uh, my favorite is old fashions. Um, pretty much full stop. I I, yeah. I like them. That would be my. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tequila neat. Tequila neat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, I haven't. If I go to a really great bar, I will get something mixed, but it's usually something on like a seasonal menu, something that you only get like during that time of year. So never like a mojito or anything like that. That's yeah, she's yeah. probably not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess you could say like if there's a hot toddy involved. I'll, oh yeah, I'll hot toddies are yeah wonderful, especially yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we are coming around the holidays. What like if you're wanting to like bring something to maybe impress a family member or not maybe necessarily impress, but maybe just have something that they can enjoy. Like, what are some of your recommendations there for people to sort of bring to that party? Uh, a bottle of cider. Yes, I was going to be different, but yes, <laughs> cider is definitely one. That's one we're bringing around yeah. to the family for the holidays. I like to do a, a honey crisp apple cider, cinnamon cloves, and finish it with a nice whiskey. Okay, yeah. so you bring the ingredients and then you're mixing it on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because some people yeah. are not gonna; they're just gonna want yeah. apple cider. Yeah, which is fine, and we'll have our spite. Yeah, <laughs> and then also, I think a good bottle and bond is good um, to bring to celebrate. They're not that expensive. 
uh, they're usually less than 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, between a lot like of them are less than, than 40 bucks. And uh, bottle and bond is actually something that you, you can pretty much guarantee that they're all at least four years old. It's, uh, it's regulated. 100 proof. So that's 50% alcohol. So they'll, they have to check off a lot of boxes. And, and so it's a more regulated spirit, higher quality, but it's just not getting pubbed out because everybody's either, I need to drink something that's about 40% because anything higher than that is ouch. That's typically what people think. That's yeah. a myth. And yeah, which is a myth. Or I'm going for something that is cash strength. It's got to be 130 proof or whatever because, oh man. And that's also the reason why that's really popular. And so you got to pay 80 bucks for those. And when the bottle and bond is every bit as good, half the price. So I... I would draw more attention to bottle and bond spirits. That's okay. uh, I, I, that would be my go-to. Yeah, and it's something you can educate on. Oh yeah, yeah, I would look that up. So how do you guys stay up to date? Because I imagine, like anything else, there's trends, there's things that are changing all the time. How do you stay informed? Like what all these different brands, what's good, what's not? You know, I feel like that's a full-time job. Yeah. We it watch is. other podcasts. Uh, we also read a lot of articles. We look at the different competitions. Okay, who meddled? Uh, what's new this year? And then we we look at the trends. We laugh at some of them. I bet. <laughs> like, who knew Sunny D needed to be an alcoholic beverage? That's yeah. the thing. Like the whole like sparkling thing is like yes. out of control, right? Yeah, Sunny yeah. D. Using a milk frother to yes. open up whiskeys. That was another one that was pretty wild. I tried it. Uh, it didn't work out well for me. <laughs> Maybe I didn't do it long enough. I don't. So I wasn't a fan. If, if you're trying to alter the spirit that much, because if you're using a milk frother, usually it's to mix the ingredients better in a mixed drink. Mm -hmm. But if you need to froth your whiskey, you probably shouldn't be drinking. That's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have noticed too that like people were like maybe trying to be more healthy and stuff like that, right? So are there any brands that I, I guess you can't really say healthy, right? But maybe are based more organic ingredients or like stuff like that if people want to like gravitate towards that kind of stuff so one of the things we just learned belvedere mm -hmm. has gone organic okay yeah so they're they just did their their regular vodka they'd already had the last uh, in the last year or two released a um organic uh botanical line uh, which we just reviewed um who else there's a lot of brands that are organic now you're starting to see a few that have nutritional labels I like that, by the yes. way. That's really awesome when they give you the nutrition facts for alcohol. I'm like, oh, okay, it's almost like you care a little. Yeah, you know, for sure. Especially when you see, you know, organic. Uh, it has not just sugar added to give it the flavor of apples and all that good stuff. They're actually using apples. And it's like, okay, this is a yeah, whole a lot, lot of better. your infusions. Like I say, vodka has grown up. So they're actually using real ingredients in the flavors now. Awesome. But they're not required like any other food product to put the ingredients? Oh, no. 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 It's recommended. Okay. But there, there is talk that they're going to make that a, a, a rule, but it hasn't come out yet. Interesting. Okay. One of the things I always ask my guests is if I were to pull up your playlist, who am I going to find on your playlist? So I'm going to put each of you on the spot. Whoever wants to go first. You're going to find... Uh, a mix of 90s and 2000s R&B. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, you're going to find her, Amber Marks, who else? Brian Knight. I've got a whole whole list of, of R&B. Uh, 90s hip hop for me. 
some of the 2000 stuff works too. Uh, favorite artist is E40. Awesome. Um, so E40 too short. Any of those artists from the Bay? Yeah, Bay yeah. Area. Right. How'd you get into West Coast music? Just oh man, it was just it was so popular, man. I just I loved it as a kid, just growing mm-hmm. up listening to all of it, man. It, those were my artists that I cling to. Awesome. Snoop, all of that. That was. I was definitely West Coast, not East Coast. That was my thing. Yeah. yeah. Snoop just did a big stunt on social media. I don't oh, I love it. That was He was like, I'm going to stop smoking. Everybody yes. was freaking out. It was like, yeah. oh, yeah, no longer smoke because of the. It was like a, a, a like a Weber. Like, it's a solo stove. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's, yeah. that's, that's really smart. Right yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was like a health thing. I was like, maybe like something health related. Yeah, it's about 24 hours. Yeah. 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 Maybe we should say we're going to stop drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, <laughs> they got us. Do you guys ever get tired? I'm sure now people know that you're doing the podcast. They probably call you up, maybe even from the liquor store. Hey, what should I pick up? Can you walk me through? What am I looking at? What's good? And you guys get tired of those calls or no? What I notice is like, I don't get tired of the calls. I actually like it. Um, Some of my friends, they'll call and say, hey, man, um, I just want to know, just give me three tequilas, man. Just, just, or give me three rums or give me three this and then, and then I can branch out and go over here. It's like, you know, just like we used to do. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so I'll do that give them some names of stuff and it's like let's just stay away from the super advertised stuff because that's that was one of our rules it's like even when we we would host uh tastings at our house and people would bring bottles over we would just tell them hey you know stay away from the bottom shelf and then also don't bring smirnoff you know like just (laughs) we've had it bring something you've never had or you think no one else has had and i encourage other people to do the same it's if you're going to get together and you're going to have a um a party or something and people and what can i bring it's like well bring something that you don't think we have all the time right like it just oh let's bring some hennessy oh, yeah okay i'm sure you've had it like a lot of people have yeah there are other versions of that yeah and those parties are a great way to stock your bar because yeah. no one wants to ride home with an open container and they right. won't typically they'll bring something and we'll get it down to about that level and they're like okay yeah keep that keep because it. i <laughs> Like we discourage open container travel. Um, we also discourage drinking and driving. And the store knows their limits. They know their limits and uh, Uber and Lyft are there for a reason. So yeah, that helps. Has there ever been a time that a company has reached out and like they didn't like what you, I understand that there's like a cease and desist story there. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's related to the podcast or not. It's but, separate from the podcast. Okay. It's from another the podcast, endeavor that, that we have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of our goals is to have our own spirit brand. Awesome. So came up with a name, just wanted to kind of put it out there for future use, trademark it, you know, for intended use. And it was going to be Barrel Run Bourbon. And I was like, cool. Had the attorney draw it up, submit it. Week later, cease and desist letter from Barrel Bourbon. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were basically like, you know, you need to stop. And I'm like, it's just an idea. Like, You're it's like, not it's not even a product. Yeah. 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 So I felt honored. Yeah. To frame that one day. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. And use that as fuel for when I do have, have when we do have our own brand yeah, and, you sure. know, buy some of their bourbon just to make sure mine tastes better. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I just didn't know if that was related to like the podcast. One nah, of the, nah, nah, one nah. of the people reaching out and saying, Hey, you know, we don't, we don't like the review. We don't like what you said there or uh, anything like that. that. That was the only time that we got a distillery's um, legal team <laughs> yeah. reaching yeah. out to us. Cause they're probably great guys over there. Usually the distillers and the distributors, they're just great yeah. people. Um, but it but, made sense the yeah, way it, they it label their 
their expressions, I could see why they felt that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there, there was no uh, heartache there. Yeah, no, no heartburn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I understand completely. But it was, uh, these people are very serious about their craft, uh, many people in this space. And so they have a team, many teams that scour the internet for, <laughs> for yes. anything and they check and they're like, oh, I don't want you in my space. Not like that. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you should totally frame that. That's like, yeah, it's that's gonna a, happen. That's an accomplishment. It, it might be in the background of yeah. the video. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like, awesome. yeah, you see, Maybe we'll see. review them and put it in the back. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, we need to pick up a couple of their expressions anyhow, man. I bet it's decent. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the questions I had. So if I'm thinking of like sort of the logistics and the cost of running the podcast, if you're always reviewing a liquor, that's going to be kind of expensive, especially once you get to those like, you know, top shelf type stuff. What, oh, yeah. What has been sort of like the the strategy behind that? Uh, well, we've been going with what we have. Yes. Okay. And, and so we started out, I mean, uh, the, the bottles didn't come overnight. We've had them for many of them for several yeah. years. Many of them are still unopened. Yeah, awesome. many unopened. And so we're like, ah, we're, we're sitting on this and we need to, we need to do something with it because we really, we don't drink often. Um, and it's usually get-togethers when we do, um, when we host. And so we, we already have like the inventory, if you will, to use. Now, anytime there's something new that comes out, I mean, we just go out and we just go get it. Like, okay, we just want to try this out and see what happens. But we have been fortunate, especially with, you know, at least one of the local distilleries. Mm -hmm. We've we gotten a few bottles for free. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's always cool. nice. So to all brands, we, we will review if you see You're open. Yeah. yeah, we, we review. And we will be honest. Yeah. yeah. And we're lucky, too. We have some really good friends. I've had some great coworkers that just... Uh, they just give us gifts. I mean, yeah. Christmas, birthdays. Hey, uh, check this out. And we're like, sweet. People really know what we're into. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's cool. That's a, always an easy gift. Feel and like, that's, oh. the, that's the other phone call we get is, okay, okay. I'm thinking about getting y'all this. Do y'all have this one? Or I know y'all ain't got this. I'm going to bring this over. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. I could see even that be a potential for future shows. Like if someone wants to plug their business or whatever, hey, come on to the podcast, bring your favorite liquor. We'll open yes. it together. Yeah. And, and talk about it, it. Yeah. that'd be kind of cool that would be so uh yeah. it sounds like we need to do an episode with you hey i'm down <laughs> uh, hopefully you don't call my babies ugly i'm kind of afraid <laughs> no no i'll prep myself <laughs> cool so what are the goals you know we're getting the signal here we're running out of time i want to give you some space to maybe you know mention the goals for the podcast and of course plug in your website social media everything where people can find you yeah so our goal is just to educate and create uh, an experience around alcohol. It, it doesn't have to be negative. You don't have to wait for a special occasion. Yeah. Just create a vibe, create an experience and enjoy. Be yeah. mindful with it. Yes. And, and enjoy what you drink, like fully, like, you know, get the nose of it. Don't just go through it and rush. People try to rush these experiences and they're, then they're not an experience. And it's just like, oh, you just want to drink to get drunk. And we don't do that. We discourage it. We want people to enjoy it. It should be like a, a great meal with friends. Yeah. yeah, and we also have a blog uh, to further the education where we talk a little bit more in depth about the background. Okay. And so you can find that on our website, theliquorconnoisseur.com. Cool. And uh, also our merchandise, we have a spring store, uh, which there's also a link to that on our website as well. Awesome. What about social media? Where can oh, they yeah. find you? Yeah, we are on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. and Instagram yeah. at The Liquor Connoisseur. Okay. And then you can also find us on LinkedIn. At the yeah. Cool. I like it. You know, you were talking a little bit about like, you know, buy one and then buy another one to stock. Mm -hmm. That kind of gave me flashbacks. I'm into shoes. So I kind of do uh -huh. that okay. sometimes too. It's Same like, thing. 
I don't know. It, it could be a slippery slope. Well, I don't know if I want to get into this. Hey, you if you want to wear a pair of shoes, you know, you, and you want to put one up because you know it's special, yeah, right. you're going to have to buy it. And that's what, I mean, bourbon is so allocated these days. So yeah. if you find oh, a good one, it. it could become allocated someday or the price might triple. Yeah. If I ever had a, a regret when it came to alcohol, was it would be walking past some bottles thinking, ah, no big deal. Ten years later, oh, that's allocated. You can't get it now. Oh, man. Like, it's a new way to <laughs> oh, invest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I want to thank you guys. I have no doubt it's going to be successful. I'm already impressed. All the episodes I've seen, your, your setup, everything, it's only up from here. So I want to wish you continued success. And you guys, anytime you guys want to you know, stop by the podcast, we can talk about music because I think there's also a connection of like maybe a certain type of music lends to it's a certain type of liquor. And maybe when you're oh, feeling yeah. a certain way. Like, Absolutely. you know, I think that a lot of pairing and stuff like that. So yes. we can definitely geek out about all that stuff, too. Be great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you. There you have us. it. Ladies and gentlemen, the super talented Crystal and Roger, the liquor connoisseur. Thank you for being on the Maverick Podcast. Keep grinding because in dreams, we trust.